and miss. Struck him out swinging. Ball get him over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. All right, hello everyone and welcome to this special episode of Matanzerus. Max and I will be breaking down the pivotal Game 5 of the ALDS between the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. We have an interesting pitching situation going on today. Max, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, for starters, I think this is exactly what everyone wanted to see in this series, especially since it really is the only Game 5. So expectations have been met, and the baseball gods have aligned us to get Garrett Cole in Game 5. But it's actually going to be really interesting, Ryan, to see how both of these managers manage their pitching today. We know Kevin Cash and the Rays uh, like to get a little fancy with things, and we saw Aaron Boone try to get a little cute with things earlier in Game 2 as well. But now this is win or go home. So we're seeing the Yankees send out... They're, what, $325 million man in Garrett Cole, and we're seeing the Rays send out at least what we know right now is Tyler Glasnow. Now, Glasnow is coming on some short rest. Remember, he pitched in Game 2, gave up four earned runs and 93 pitches, coming off two days of rest. Garrett Cole pitched in Game 1. Due to how the Division Series is aligned this year, there will be no days off, so Garrett Cole is also coming off of three days of rest after throwing 97 pitches. So that's going to be a really, really interesting uh, story as we see this game progress, Ryan. And I kind of laid down two different uh, blueprints that I think that both Cash and Boom will follow respectively. I want to hear what you think about it. For starters, I think Glass now, uh, given that he's coming off only a couple days of rest, just throwing short of 100 pitches, I think that they're going to try and push him for two to three innings, maybe two times through the lineup at most. And then they're probably going to try and hand it off and piggyback Blake Snell, who pitched in game one, very much like Cole, coming off a few days of rest as well. I think I like having Snell in the middle right there just because he has more days off, so you could stretch him through the middle of the ball game, assuming that Tyler Glass now will set the tone. And then the big story, get to the big guys in the back end of the pen and Castillo, Anderson, and Fairbanks. And then you could also use Curtis and Drake as well, who Drake struggled in the regular season. Curtis had a rough outing in game one. Uh, but I think for both teams, the goal was to get to that back end of the pen. For the Yankees, Cole hopefully can get through five. Six would be perfect. And then get to your Green, Britton, and Chapman, depending on how they're doing. What do you see? What do you think the blueprint will be for both of them? Well, I actually disagree with you a little bit on Garrett Cole. I think Aaron Boone's going to ride him for as long as he can. I would not be surprised to see Cole throw close to 110 pitches, if not more than that, today. I'd like to see him go through at least seven innings if I'm a Yankees fan, just because of how heavily the bullpen's been used in the past few days. For the Rays, I actually see Tyler Glass now going through the order no more than twice, just as you said. But the interesting thing about Glass now is actually this season he's been more effective more times through the order. His third time through the order this year, he's actually, his opponent's slash line is 171, 205, 317, with 20 strikeouts through 44 plate appearance, appearances. Again, I don't think he's going to get that far in the game just because, like you said, he's on short rest, but that is an interesting thing to keep note on if he seems to be a little sharper the further he gets to the game. It might be a tough decision for Kevin Cash to take him out of the game there. And I'll be curious to see what the Yankees' approach is offensively right out of the gate. I mean, you'd imagine that maybe they try to be a little bit more patient to try and drive that pitch count up, but then you could look at it the other way around. If you get Glassman out of the game, then you just get Blake Snell right after that. And I like your point about Garrett Cole. I think ideally, yes, they want to stretch him as far as they can, especially since Chad Green, who was really good last night, is 
very likely going to be unavailable, and if not unavailable, probably limited. He's thrown 43 pitches in the last two nights, not coming off with a day off. Was really good in the middle to bridge the gap to Britton and Chapman last night, which was monumental in what was a 2-1 ball game. But the question is, how much can they use them for tonight? And then the rest of the options and what Sessa, Luizaga, and potentially Devi Garcia, if they want to use him as well, may not be as trustworthy. But yeah, trying to bridge that gap to Chapman and Britton is going to be imperative for Aaron Boone if it's a close ball game. And something, another trend we've seen too is whoever scores first is going to be more in success. I think the team that scores first is 4-0 in this series so far. And I think jumping out of the gate, the Yankees might be able to jump on Tyler Glass. Now, they actually scored four, four earned runs each, both with against Snell and Glass now. So that'll be something interesting to follow as well. Yeah, the interesting thing with Glass now and Cole is just how dominant their four-seam fastballs are. Both rank in the top 10 in the league in four-seam fastball velocity on average uh, with a minimum of 200 plate appearances. They both average in the upper 96s in four-seam velocity. But the thing that comes with high velocity is hard contact. So that's something to look out for there. If either of those guys make a mistake early on, I would not be shocked to see some home runs early in this game if those guys don't come in sharp right off the bat. Again, we've seen both of these lineups are power lineups filled with power hitters. Luke Voigt, again, was the home run champion all of Major League Baseball this year. I'm sure he's going to be sitting on a fastball early on coming off glass now. So it's going to be a real matchup of power there. That's something I'm really excited to see. And then a little bit of finesse from DJ LeMahieu right at the top of the lineup there. I'm sure he's going to be trying to look for a, uh, sitting on a certain pitch early on. That's really what you're going to see against Glass now. I think you're going to see some guys look silly up there at the plate just because he has that two-pitch dominant combo with the fastball and the curveball. I think it's almost impossible to hit the other if you're sitting on one. So I think we're going to see some, maybe some guys get on him early, and I think we're going to see some guys look pretty awful at the plate early on also. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up hard hit percentage. I saw an interesting stat this morning, uh, and I can't credit him because I forget, but I will make sure to put it in the description. He brought up talking about how the barrel percentages here for both the division series between the A's and Astros, which was in Dodger Stadium, and the series between here, the Yankees and Rays, was up towards north of 10 and 12% respectively, and the league average in the American League this season was 7%. So guys are definitely hitting the ball harder. Could tend to be that we're seeing guys throwing harder as well, but just the firepower offensively as well uh, in both of these series. So I think that's definitely we're going to see something we're going to see out of the gate. Now, something I want to dig deeper into is Debbie Garcia, Ryan. And, and my question for you is, if the moment presents itself where maybe Boone doesn't have a guy to fill in and Cole has to leave the game early for whatever reason, whether it be pitch count or he's not being effective, do you think he would go to the young Debbie Garcia, given that he's really only thrown about 20 pitches in this series so far? Well, I think the telling mark there in Aaron Boone's confidence Garcia was the fact that he only let him throw one inning in game two. I think that says it all right there. I don't think Aaron Boone has that much confidence in him in that at this stage in his career just because of lack of experience. I think if you're going to go with, say, Chad Green on short rest, who's threw a lot of pitches yesterday, as you mentioned, um, over Derry... Uh, versus Debbie Garcia, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna see Boone go with Chad Green just because of that experience out of the bullpen and experience overall in his major league career. I think again that game two move where he yanked Garcia for Hap. I understand a lot of that was with, uh, with the matchups, but I think if Boone was really confident in him, he would have left him in that game for a little bit longer. So that's my thought on that. 
Yeah, and I actually, I and this is, of course, very hypothetical, but something I was thinking about this morning, too, is the fact that, look, he wasn't very confident in Devi, obviously, in Game 2, pulling him, like you said, and then it forced them to bring out Jordan Montgomery for Game 4, who was fantastic, way better than anyone could have hoped for with four innings of one-run ball. I feel like maybe if he sees Jordan Montgomery do what he did to the Rays offense last night, he might be a little bit more confident in Devi. But then again, it has to be the perfect situation to present himself. Obviously, as you mentioned, ideally you'd like to have Cole go six or seven and easily just hand off the ball to your eight and ninth inning guys in Brenton and Chapman. So so we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised. Both Sessa and Loisigo were very solid out of the pen this year as well, at least statistically in the regular season. Garnered it was a smaller sample size, and they don't have as much experience in high leverage situations. I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to go to one of those guys in the sixth inning if he needs to as well, as they've been pretty effective in this series as well. Now, before we wrap this up, let's move to our predictions, Ryan. We got Game 5, of course, Yankees race tonight. Cole, Glass now. Who do you got in this one? Uh, as much as I hate to say it as a Red Sox fan, I got the Yankees winning this one. I just have ultra confidence in Garrett Cole. This is what they signed him for. He loves these big game situations. He relishes these big game situations. You heard him in the press conference last night talk about just how excited he was for this game today. I think he goes out there. I think he shoves for seven innings. I think he pitches extremely well. I think the Rays, at some point, one of their pitchers comes in, whether it be Snell coming in after Glass now, whether the Yankees get to Glass now first. I just think someone throughout that puzzle that Kevin Cash has to put together, I think one of those guys falters, and I think I think it ends up costing the Rays the game in this one. I absolutely 100% agree with you. Even though I picked the Rays to win in four, I think the fact that the Yankees have gotten to this situation and have Garrett Cole going tonight uh, heavily benefits them coming into this when they have a little bit more momentum as well. And just going more into the storyline of Garrett Cole, two things. One of them makes me think back to Game 7 of the World Series last year and how A.J. Hinch did not use him. Well, I'm sure he has a chip on his shoulder right now getting to pitch under short rest under short rest, excuse me, to get that opportunity to push his team on and then get to face that former team of his in the Houston Astros in the championship series. Something else I also noticed was this is an exact rematch of Game 5 of the American League Division Series last year between the Rays and the Astros. Of course, Garrett Cole would be victorious over Glasnell in that one after I believe, if I remember correctly, a shutout over the Rays. So I do think a lot going into this one for Garrett Cole. And as you mentioned, they paid him the money for these moments. This is the opportunity. Throw out everything out the window from the past couple of months, the slow start. If you actually look back, Ryan, and I know you know this for sure, Garrett Cole got off to a little bit of a, and you shouldn't call it a slower start because it was still good, but Garrett Cole did not start to put it into high gear with that historical Astros season last year until later in the season. Now we're getting to that same time of the year again here. I think he's really going to kick it up, take it to an extra notch, and then ride through the rest of the postseason. So I agree. Garrett Cole, the Yankees, will be moving to the American League Championship Series, in my opinion, as well. Any further thoughts, Ryan? I got one last thought here, and it's one guy I want you to keep an eye on tonight because he's Garrett Cole's kryptonite. G-Man Choi. Look out for him tonight. I think Cole's going to be very careful pitching to him, and if he's not, look out. This could be a big moment for Tampa Bay. <laughs> All right, I might as well throw my Tampa pick to click in as well. I'm assuming Mr. Zanino's getting the start, and going on a limb here. I love Mike. I love Mike. I want a big moment from him. That would be very cool. The only reason, so actually before we wrap this up, let's actually go with what we want to happen versus what we think will happen. Ideally, I do want the Yankees to win this ride because I think an Astros-Yankees rematch 
would be so good for baseball. But if the Rays do end up winning, I won't be too disappointed because I would love to see Mike Zadino under the limelights. Who do you want to win this one? Throwing everything aside, throwing everything out the window aside, are you still with the Yankees or are you more of a Rays fan going into this one? Man, that's a tough question again, like you said, just because the Yankees-Astros matchup would be thrilling as a baseball fan. I do like Tampa. They were here last year and they lost to Houston. I would like to see that Houston-Tampa rematch. I think Tampa's got a nice, interesting club. I do like that they brought in guys from all different areas. I just think it's a nice crew to watch, and I'd love to see your guys again. I'd like to see Mike have a big moment. I'd like to see him get a little more experience in the playoffs. I'd love to see G-Man Choi uh, again have a big moment tonight. Randy Rosarena has just yes. been an unbelievable story. I'd love to see really any of the Tampa guys have a big game tonight and really push Tampa onto the national uh, stage there in the ALCS. I think that would be really exciting there. But again, I think if I had to choose, I would probably say as a baseball fan that Houston-New York rematch would be absolutely thrilling. And then it would potentially set up either a Yankees-Dodgers World Series or a Astros-Dodgers World Series, where both would be phenomenal. All right, that's going to wrap up our pregame show today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in as we previewed the American League Division Series Game 5 between the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. Make sure to keep your eye on the podcast app, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify, as we will have a full American League and National League Division Series recap and a look forward to the championship series being released tomorrow evening. For Ryan Medeiros, I'm Max Tanzer. Thank you so much for listening to this rendition of Matanzerus. Enjoy this game five tonight. It's going to be a good one. Now. 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 Now.